Hey, Warrior Woman, this is Linda Weiniger, and we're in this fight together. And from now on, I'm not going to sit back and let Satan talk to you like that. So something I have loved with Noah's experience is that he co-built and co-created the ark with the Lord. Something so hard and literally impossible for me to even fathom, especially with their lack of tech and tools. So we know it could only be done with the Lord's help, right? So that was his warrior project, which I love. But And that could be like a separate talk, but But uh, something I didn't realize with Noah and the ark is that the Lord accounted for tons of peeps to fit in there with so many rooms and so many floors, but only eight people got on the ark. Plus animals, of course. There was room for everyone, but people didn't choose to go. But what that means to me is that the Lord accounted for the people's procrastination, which is something I would do, because it took Noah so many years to build it. And we didn't hear Noah saying, or at least it wasn't documented, that he said, hey, Lord, but these peeps are wicked and we don't need to worry about them. So I'm going to make the ark small. Okay. <laughs> Could you imagine? I could just see Noah now and he would have been preaching like crazy. Like, hey, we have tons of space. I even built a room for you and your family and your family and your family. And probably like could have said like, I even made it like this because I thought that you would like it. But he would have taken literally anyone who showed up even at the very last second. Right. But only still only eight people got on. Anyways, the Lord is usually portrayed as a mean God for flooding the earth, but we don't talk about his mercy and his compassion and patience with each one of us. He knows who we are and he knew everyone, yet he still hoped for their conversion at the last second, but no one else came. The Lord thinks of us even when we don't think of him. He really means it when he says to us, I will prepare a way or I will prepare the way before you if it so be that ye shall keep my commandments. But what if we don't choose to go that way? In Matthew, we know the Lord says, If a man have an hundred sheep and one of them be gone astray, doth he not leave the ninety and nine and goeth into the mountains and seeketh that which is gone astray? And if it so be that he find it, he rejoiceth more of that sheep than of the ninety and nine which went not astray. And then he, the master declared, even so, it is not the will of your father, which is in heaven, that one of these little ones should perish. Um, Ezra Taft Benson says, quote, we want you to watch, to feed, to tent, and to care for the flock. He then says, and in the event that some are temporarily lost, we challenge you to find them. He also has spoken of the no empty chairs in our eternal home. He said, quote, God intended the family to be eternal. With all my soul, I testify to the truth of that declaration. May he bless us to strengthen our homes and lives of each family member so that in due time we can report to our heavenly father in his celestial home that we are all there. Father, mother, sister, brother, each chair is filled. 
we are all back home. And that was found in the teachings of President Ezra Taft Benson book. Today, he has done that for us. He's provided himself to save us and he chose us and chooses us every day and accounts for our last minute repentance and conversion, even when we don't choose him or choose his ways. Isn't that amazing? I love that. Especially my last minute person, the, the last minute person in me, the procrastinator in me loves that he accounts for my procrastination. My new family motto is going to have to be no empty rooms because I want everyone with me on my so-called arc and I'll need room even for my little dogs too. <laughs> this is why we need, we need to heed promptings from the Lord. When we heed promptings from the Lord, it's always to help gather us or other sheep back to him in some way or another. Satan might convince you that a calling or calling a friend or designing a birthday invitation or teaching a child to paint or taking cookies to a friend when they aren't even sick doesn't matter. But those things matter to the Lord. Those small promptings that you get to serve someone else in need or maybe just to serve someone else, even when they're not in our um perception of their need, uh, those things reach out to, to each one of us in ways that help us to know that we are remembered. And so that when we do get lost, we know our way back or so that we don't get lost in the first place. President Nelson has said, as you work together to remodel your home into a sanctuary of faith, this is gathering Israel. As you parents create experiences where your children can learn to feel the spirit of the Lord, that is gathering Israel. As you help to strengthen the testimonies of others, as you repent and help others to repent, as you reach out in your communities and participate in worthy worthy efforts to elevate to alleviate suffering that is gathering Israel. So I challenge all of us to heed those small promptings um, and use that five second rule to act on those promptings so that we can continue to gather Israel. Until our next episode, stay strong warrior.